Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and 10-time gold medalist in emotional distance. Today's guest is an actor, author, activist, and self-proclaimed messy mom. You know him as the voice of the queer love bug Walter on Netflix's adult animated series, Big Mouth and Human Resources. He's also the author of a brand new book, You Gotta Be You, How to Embrace This Messy Life and Step Into Who You Really Are, which is out right now. Let's give a big, juicy welcome to Braden Kyle Goodman. Hello, Brandon. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. I love your, is this your living room or your this office? Is, it's my living room, my office, my kitchen. It's a, it's an open floor plan. <laughs> First of all, is that the a black Jetsons? It is a black Jetsons. Oh yes. my God. I have, I have a, like, you can't see it, it's above my computer, but I have like five images of Eartha Kitt on one frame uh, looking down on yes, me. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I have my Oprah over there. Well, that's also the, the women who inspire me. Uh, yes. So it's like there's Diana, Grace, Eartha, Josephine, Tina. <laughs> Look at us. I have my Maya uh, Angelou coaster here. Look at us. We and are my just. My Willie Ninja coaster. <laughs> You know, you got to have the greats oh, around you. As, as much of them as possible. That's how I thrive. Um, yes. Also, you wrote a whole book? Baby, a whole ass book. Girl. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's called <laughs> Gotta Be You, Baby. How to Embrace This Messy Life and Step Into Who You Really Are. How long would that take? You know what? It should have taken longer, but they wouldn't give me longer. So <laughs> I wanted longer. I needed longer. Um, but the whole process, you know, I think I got the the book deal at the top of 2021. 20, uh, uh-huh. um, and I submitted like my final um, kind of draft at the end, like by November, I think it was. That is a turnaround. That's a turnaround. In the book world, some people get like two, three years. They were like, nah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry it up. You do, <laughs> Hurry it up. <laughs> you, do, you do comedy? Write faster. Write fast. Write fast, right? You know what jokes are. You good. We can write fast. You got it. Did you go like in the middle of nowhere to like isolate and write something or? Absolutely. From time to time. Because you know, we're, we were in the middle of the pandemic during a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just like uh, go to hotels and like, you know, stay for a weekend, yeah. have out a draft of something and then come back home and, and you know, polish it. But I definitely needed to like get away, yeah. you know, to get that initial stuff out. Yeah. I think like with a script, I can do it at home. 
But like anything yeah. that's longer, I'm like, oh, I got to go somewhere. You got to remove yourself. You got to, uh, yeah. Like I have to be nowhere near anything that I could uh, do for fun that will take me away from it. Absolutely. 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 And I like all the distractions. I more. can't go to the gay bar. I can't go to the club. I can't <laughs> exactly. dance. I can't go to nice fancy dinners. Like you have to be at home. You have to be, <laughs> lock yourself in from the inside and the outside. It helps. And I never, I don't ever want to do it again, but I'm going <laughs> to. There you are. I'm that's actually literally going to do it in two weeks. I'm going to San Francisco. <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. So what's the, like, the general consensus of the book is just sort of like a memoir, but also like a lot of positive. Well, uh, it's, it's kind of a hybrid. It's a part self-help, part memoir. Because, yeah. um, you know, I'm like a memoir, girl. Who are you? I <laughs> but I wanted to use uh, stories uh, of my life to inspire people to basically be themselves. The governing mm-hmm. question being, who would I be if society never got its hands on me? Sure. Um, which is something that I've been asking really directly, I think, the last two years. You know, yeah. you're born and your society and your family and your communities tell you, you should do this, be this, yeah. don't do that. Boys are blue. You know, black people act like this. White people act, you know, like all these rules that we uh, live by and never question. Um, and so I really mm-hmm. wanted to inspire people to question that shit yeah. get curious but it's like you especially during the pandemic did a wonderful job embracing your blackness and your queerness and also showing how other people can do that for themselves yeah and thank you look you are more positive light than I could ever imagine being <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have a yin and a yang the balance baby <laughs> I'm, the, I'm that elder queen talking shit in the corner <laughs> Yes, and we love her. <laughs> we need her. Um, you were born in New York. Like right, right there, right by that nasty airport. How long were you there for? Um, well, I was there until I went to boarding high school uh, in Rome, Georgia. So at 14, I went to boarding high school in Rome, boarding Georgia. Boarding high school? Yeah, yeah In the yeah, south yeah. from in New York south, City? Yeah, black, queer in the south. My mother was tripping. <laughs> tripping. Girl, what was that cultural shift? Oh, what was it? It was a shock. <laughs> oh, well, it was a shit. <laughs> Triggering. Yeah, you know, going from like, you know, the diversity and the melting Mm -hmm. pot of New York to just like cows roaming down the street is not the vibe. Cows and racism. Although, most rural (laughs) of the world. Oh my God. It was wild, Uh, but I made it through and here I am. (laughs) (laughs) So, was school like a proper like boarding school or like? Yes, it was a proper boarding school, but it was a boarding day school. So, Mm -hmm. like, the school is the richest school in the town and where all the Mm -hmm. rich, wealthy kids go. I was not one of them. I was a scholarship baby, but they're all there from like kindergarten through uh, 12th grade. Oh. And then the high school has a boarding school component. So okay. there are all these day students who've been there forever. And then there are us who join them at uh, from ninth through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And baby, I, you know, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like the most accepting. Like, oh, was like- yes. Georgia, the South, the now outside of Atlanta. They loved me. <laughs> they threw pride parades every weekend. Ooh, oh, Atlanta though. <laughs> I do love Atlanta. I'm, Atlanta, yes. Atlanta. I, and I really want to go to Atlanta Pride. I'm hoping I can go this year, mm-hmm. but um, Atlanta is a different vibe. But that's the thing about Georgia. It's so funny. Like, you drive 10 minutes the wrong way, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes the wrong way, and it's a wrap for you, honey. Um, it's so. the same way with, same way with California, too. It's not. Yes. <laughs> yes California yes. can show you that it's rural real Re- fast. <laughs> you're real fucking fast. That drive to Palm Springs, you're like, I don't want to get off here, baby. <laughs> we don't need to get gas. We don't need to get gas. I know. Every time I was like, let's get gas, I'm like, okay. <laughs> the amount of times I've had to explain to white people that you can't just stop in a random no. town and assume that we can go out and do no. something with me involved. <laughs> no, that, you know, that's, I love that you brought that up because so my husband's white and mm. that was one of the first things that we had to really reckon with. And he kind of clocked is that yeah. if we go on a road trip or whatever, like as soon as I got out the car, I am 
I have to case the place to make sure, yeah. like, I'm looking for other black people, I'm looking for other queer people, like, and so now he does it instinctively, but it yeah. is a different beast when you are not white, honey. Yeah, it's like, okay, you see the Confederate flag? We're not stopping there. <laughs> not, we're not, not gonna, gonna not, not even just one, even a tiny one, even on even one on the bumper, one. <laughs> we're, like, it doesn't matter where, if you see one, we keep we're, going. We can't go. we keep dropping, yes. Because, like, I feel like I can definitely, with queerness, I can shift my mannerisms to seem less sure, queer to other people. Like, I, I can definitely up that up, but. But black is black a. Is, <laughs> that, that, that's not a secret. My body's one to keep. It is. <laughs> Your body is outing you every day. Every single day. Can't come to the closet. It's already <laughs> No closet here for that blackness, baby. So, did you go, like, so when you were done with high school, did you just go back to. New I came York back or? to New York for uh, yeah. for college. So, I did NYU. Uh, you know, fancy. Tish, of, I'm assuming. So. Tish, you know, Tish School of the Arts. Still paying for her. Uh, oh, expensive. I'm assuming you'll be paying forever. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm just not going to. <laughs> I'm just, just hoping uh, Daddy Joe does something for me. But hopefully, you got at least ten grand taken care of. <laughs> a some, some. That's at least the interest. <laughs> you know, I'm just, like, oh, just leave me alone for a little, just Ooh. a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I came back from NYU, did that, and actually, uh, I know this will come out later, but this yeah. Thursday, as we're recording, will be my seven year anniversary in LA. <gasps> Oh, Which is well, wild. Happy. Well, I'm going to be 11 years Holy in shit. October. What is time? Let's not think about okay, it. Uh, <laughs> it's a hard question. You're right. It can be both. Dis- it's a it's a loop. It's a what's well, this measurement? It's a form of measurement. People always say time isn't real. I'm like, it is real uh, because <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that's not, not how Debbie things Downer. work. <laughs> not you, Debbie Downer. No, no, it is real. <laughs> but look, I also love getting older, though. That's one thing about what me. What do you love about getting older? Everything, the mm. comfort that I have, the joy yeah. that I like. There's, if you tell me to do something I don't want to do, I will say no. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you That's, own your voice. <laughs> Give less fucks. Zero self doubt. Yes. Zero self doubt. You can't. There's no way you can throw me off left or right. And I think yes. That's one of the benefits of getting older. Like I'm. So like, there's nothing you can shame me about. Like, it's my body. It's going to work whatever it does. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to be humiliated by it anymore. Absolutely. If I poop in, once you put your dick in my booty, like, and I poop, it's okay. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but wait, let me ask you this. Like, yeah. how did you get to that? Like, you know, like, I mean, age is part of it, but also I imagine there's some work. I think uh, it's just a, a, well, there's some work, but also an accumulation of a lot of extremely humiliating experiences that kind of benefit. I think, I think stand-up is also a very beneficial thing because sure. it just, it's the ultimate form of humiliation. Like as I'm putting myself out there and risking uh, either making people laugh or making people not laugh. And yeah. I think, and I, you put so much investment to that that you finally over like, especially like it's been 15 years for me, you find that comfort. There's no yeah. choice. And you're one of the best at it, by the way. I do want to say that. I, I, I really mean You're that. being very, very kind. You are also, I've seen you perform too. We're both good at what we do. <laughs> but I'm not, a, that stand-up world is a different fucking beast. And, and it, it can be, but I personally think it's, uh, it's definitely a lot scarier than it seems. Yeah. I think once anyone gets into the realm of any form of performance, you're putting your, you're exposing yourself in yeah. a very similar way. so Very true. I think they're all very difficult. <laughs> yes, but I'm still going to give you your props, you know, especially I'm going to give I, you your props too. I'm not going to let you think you're... No. Thank you. We're just going to gas each other up. This is my podcast. I'm complimenting you. <laughs> I'm complimenting you. I'm the guest. Just be nice to the host. <laughs> so what was your ultimate decision to move to LA? What brought you to that? I'm um, uh, a scam. Uh, 
the scam really was. I was working this job in New York and they they scammed me. I, I got salaried and I was young. I didn't understand that salary means that like you make the same thing every week yeah. and I was not. And so they hadn't transitioned me over to it. So they ended up owing me like, I think like three or $4,000. And I was mm-hmm. like, I could either pay off my credit card bills or <laughs> I could move to LA. And a dumb bitch moved to LA. Yeah, that is the right thing to do. That's the right and the white thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can pay off my credit cards. Or I can take a vacation. What I learned about debt is that it'll eventually go away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And then they make a documentary about you when they find out that you've just been scamming. Oh, I've, I waited out my debt for my 20s. Oh. And that's seven years. Because it, I didn't have any student loan debt. But that debt, after seven years, goes away. Gone. Yeah. Look at you. Look at God. They can hunt you down and they did. They did. <laughs> they find you. Okay, I've been found. I've been called. They tried. They tried. They tried their best. But now... But now it's gone. Now I have good credit and I didn't pay any of those bitches. <laughs> that? Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, you, you hear me, Wells Fargo? I'm still out here. <laughs> not threatening Wells Fargo. I'm out here, bitch. They're not getting it now. They're going to stop me. <laughs> you can't get it now. Wish you could. The statute of limitations has been reached and exceeded and now I can live freely. I can live my life <laughs> with a perfect credit score, bitch. Oh, yeah. Change your phone number enough times, no one will find uh, you. <laughs> period. Listen, I, listen, black people getting ahead, getting over, I love it. Okay? Oh, scam the system. I am pro scams as long as it's towards a corporation. <laughs> yes, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so seven years here, We, I think you accomplished so damn much in your seven years. It's an, an amazing amount of... <laughs> it's been, yeah, you know, it's been crazy and yeah. I'm, I'm uh, incredibly proud. But you know, it's that, to me, it's that immigrant hustle. It's that New mm-hmm. York hustle. It's that black queer hustle where you just like, you yeah. fight for it, you know? You, so your mother is an immigrant? Yeah, my mom, I'm first generation American, yeah. but my mom and grandmother are from Trinidad. Um, my mom moved oh. here when she was eight. Okay. But my grandmother was the first in the family to to move out here. Like how many kids? Well, my my grandmother just had my mom, but my grandmother mm-hmm. had a shit ton of siblings. And so they all have kids. And so everybody oh. in my mom's generation, it's really mm-hmm. quite beautiful, went through my grandmother's house. My grandmother had a house oh. and like the basement was like a, another little apartment. And so like all the cousins, when nice. they moved to the States, went through my grandmother's house and then they all now have their own families. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. I love that. I love generational things. Uh, and especially if she owned it. That's even Yes, better. yes, <laughs> she did. Black woman owning things. We loved oh, it. We loved my it. my God. And yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is that probably, probably gained so much value over that time, which is even better because we rarely get that as black Period. people. Period. <laughs> it did. You know, my mom is smart, so she bought some other properties. So she's, you know, oh. they're... They're killing it. They're doing it. That's such a wonderful little story. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Black people winning. We're happy about it. Um, also, like, I lo- I do love, you do your Messy Mondays, which is, I think, something that's also incredible. I just part of your Instagram live where you ask people to turn in uh, just whatever messy stuff they've done in their past. Like, what was the craziest thing you ever told? Um, oh, my goodness. One time somebody shared with me that after their grandmother passed, they found an envelope with her pubes in it. What? Like, it was just like an envelope with their grandparents, like, pubes in it, which was, I don't know why that was the case, but it was very... Was like, How did they even know it was theirs? I don't know if there was, like, a note. There was some reason that yeah. they knew that those pubes yeah. belonged I to. I so. Yes, That's a very, yes. like, wow. And somebody else also, like, discovered 
that their grandparent was like a hoe, like after they passed away. Oh, that's fine. You know, like a uh, I love that. I wish somebody in my family was a hoe. <laughs> I, right? I hate being first generation. But. I hate being first generation hoe. I wish I had the trail blazed for me. I wish there was something hereditary about it. Yes. This not- Carrying all this cum on my back myself is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. It's heavy. These loads are heavy, Zellerman. <laughs> Also, you were in the back of the Emmys. Maybe. <laughs> How crazy was that? Because I was not expecting that. Nor did I know, which is why, like, the, the first person that came out was Oprah. And if you know yeah. me, you know, yeah. as I already showed you, the Oprah photo on my wall. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So the pictures of my face are crazy because I didn't know I could be seen. Yeah. You got a reaction every time somebody walked up. <laughs> Absolutely. And finally, like, towards, like, I got better and better. Listen, when that Jimmy Kimmel thing happened, my face was plastered with a smile. I was like, I'm on camera, but this is crazy to me. Like, I want to be here the whole time. The whole it is. time. That's a, that's a feature. Featured extra payment right there. Maybe that's featured background. I had my little blue blue uh, suit on with my little uh, gold highlights in the eye. I will tell you. So the two times I forgot myself were when Oprah came out and my face was a mess, and then I got all the text messages. I was like, "Your face is a mess." Check yourself. We can see you. We can see you. And then when Shirley Ralph won, I have never. Stood so fat, and I, there was—I think there's a shot of me and Natasha Rothwell, the only one standing at one point, because yeah. it was like I don't give a fuck about this white decorum. Like yeah. this icon, queen, yeah. legend, and I think it's like Jackie Harry uh, tweeted that no one's won since she did 35 years yeah. ago. To be in the room for that moment, I was like, mm-hmm. baby. And then she started to sing. I said, "We in church." Ah, I was her. crying at home. Weeping. Oh, like I. I was born the same week that Dreamgirls came out on Broadway. Uh, so Shirley Ralph and I uh, never Come met. But I just I will always link myself to her because I think she's such an amazing talent. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where I, we don't realize how incredibly talented black actors are and how much experience they have and how little acknowledgement they get. Yeah. For their skill set. Yeah. Like you're talking, this is a, a talented Broadway actress who became an amazing actress, like yes. TV and film actress. So it's like, just to see her finally get her due. It's long overdue, but just yeah. like, you know, she's been fighting. And I'm sorry, Moesha was everything to me as well. Oh. Like, that, you know, like My introduction to her was Moesha. And then, of course, I went back as a good gay and found Dream Girls. And, yes. and you're just like, oh, my goodness. Why don't our legends get the same credit? Yeah, especially black women. Like, they don't yes. really, they never, they're treated like second-tier actors. Even when you're like, when you talk like Angela Bassett went to fucking Princeton. Yes. Like, why do you not understand that these yes. are extremely... Uh, classically trained actors and actresses. Yes. <laughs> that is my little strife. I can move on from that. <laughs> That's all right. No, I like it. You can, you can stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have to move on uh, to our next segment. I love it. It's mailbag it time. Mailbag time. Listeners send us submissions of just juicy gossip they have. Uh, and I'm going to ask you for a rating. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. Gonna, it's going to be dry. Dry. Uh, f- moist. Moist. Or fully juiced. Oof, love it. Dry being boring as hell. Um, fully juiced being deliciously salacious. I'm wet. I'm clean. <laughs> <laughs> You're sliding down your chair. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, here's a first submission. I used to work at the Payless Shoe Source in the mid-aughts. I worked at three locations within our district. When I transferred to the bourgeois mall across town, which, by the way, had a toy birch and a koi pond, mm-hmm. there was a situation that involved corporate and the police. At the time, Payless did not require a receipt. So an associate had her friend 
come in near closing when the manager was out and the friend would take two to four boxes of boots and literally walk them from the shelf to the register to refund them. They would meet after work and split the cash, messy, and it's all for like $70. (laughs) Okay. I'm moist. The bravado. I appreciate the scam against Payless. The bravado (laughs) to do it. (laughs) Like... Just from the from yeah. the shelf to the to the cashier to the cash register, like it was bold. There was a there was a lot of bravery in that. Also, only two to four boxes for seventy dollars. Is I'm, that quality? No, like seventy dollars is like you can buy like a hundred shoes at Payless <laughs> for seventy. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I would buy my work shoes from there when I was working at a server, and they'd be like ten, like seven to ten bucks each. Oh my god. Yeah. Come on, Payless. Payless is closed now, isn't it? Probably. I, um, I've i not been in a place where I need to go to them for uh, a while. <laughs> all right. All right. Brag. It, it hasn't been that long. But at one point, they did see my face. <laughs> but they knew you well. My friend was uh, the, uh, she like did the big campaigns. Do you remember that Payless had like these two girls, yeah. a black girl, a white Bogo. girl? Who would, like, yes. Mm-hmm. My friend was a black girl. Oh. <laughs> Dominique Tony. Curly, curly big hair? Yes. They always love a curly big hair girl you for their campaigns. Baby, you know they do. <laughs> she always ready. And those curls, we always make fun of how, how those curls are bouncing. Juicy, juicy curls. Okay? Juicy curls. But that is, that is moist. I do agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. We got another one here. This right. one's a little longer. <clears throat> so about eight years ago, I worked as a pet groomer at a large retail pet store chain. It was an old store with a, not a lot of room for storage in the salon. We stored a lot of stuff in the rarely used training room, just off the tiny break room. One day, I went to get some towels from that room and there was a sign on the door that said, please knock and wait a moment. I knocked and I heard, yeah, from inside the room and entered. I looked to the side to apologize for disturbing whoever was inside, but before I could get a word out, I was screamed at, get the fuck out. (laughs) I froze, stammering about towels while being called names and received personal insults about my appearance. What the fuck? I was stunned. I sent a curious coworker back later to get the towels, thinking that perhaps I had not followed the wait a moment instructions well enough. <laughs> <laughs> not her gaslighting. <laughs> gas but the same thing happened to her. <laughs> it happened to everyone who tried to get their stuff. Unsuspecting people went home without their belongings and coats in the middle of the Canadian winter. We were all shocked into compliance. What? Mm-hmm. I found out that the person using the room, Tina, was just back from maternity leave. She was using the room to pump. Fair enough. That was probably the only place of the store that was private and comfortable. Maybe she was pissed she didn't have the room for herself and was taking it out on whoever dared to enter. I told the store manager about the situation and suggested other places we could store our things, but I just got a shrug. This went on for months. <laughs> the room seemed to be occupied all the time, and there were 10 of us checking throughout the day. We were just a super busy salon and not having access to towels set us all behind. <laughs> Since we're all paid by the groom, not by the hour, I joked about Tina stealing my free time. I joked about her getting paid to pump all day. I was bitter. Uh, Tina finally left something sometime that summer. The rumor was she was fired for stealing company time, but no one really knew. It was almost a few year later that I heard what was going on in that room. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> well, she was pumping. In fact, she was filming fetish lactation videos. <laughs> her videos were themed pumping at work. Screaming at people who interrupt her was part of it. <laughs> I don't know if she left on her own or was fired. I don't know how she was even found out. There was some debate over whether the store manager was in on it. I, I heard 
from an unrelated source recently that Tina doesn't have any kids. I don't know if she was also scamming the store or the government at maternity benefits. She was off for a year. The dual income stream must have been nice, but I imagine her earning potential was better in the internet fetish game. <laughs> Apparently, she's still streaming and still lactating. If she wasn't such an a-hole to everyone, she'd probably be a hero of mine. <laughs> Honestly, juice, fully juice, juicy. I'm wet. I'm wet. Oh as my god, that should grow me. Oh. That was that was a that was a grower. That wasn't a shower. That was a grower. That was Bill. That is that was how Bill. You, oh my god. I'm gagged on many levels. Definitely the fact that there are she has no kids. <laughs> no kids. No kids. <laughs> I wonder how she got to the lactating. How no she, just doing a lactation video? Oh my god! Yelling at people is part part of it. <laughs> part of it. Like people love that she almost gets caught. Like that's part of the kink oh of it. Oh my god! I'm listen. I love a scam. Oh, uh, that is <laughs> like that. Wow. I thought I had guts, but no, I don't. Uh, I don't. No, no, I'm not. No. I, that was that. That's some brave <laughs> shit. And she got away with it for a while. That's like amazing. Months, months, months. They're all afraid of like literally a whole room. They're like, yeah, we can't go back there. <laughs> and the Canadian, that they were so nice. They were so nice. <laughs> but I think it's funny that they found out that she was uh, pumping, but also like never saw kids and like never uh. at like asked about kids and then found that out <laughs> later. Like, okay. I, I love how just being a mean person in Canada can get you whatever you want. Literally. <laughs> I know because you could, she could not get away with that in New York. Okay. Get no. The fuck out. Like, like, no. You get no. the fuck out, bitch. I walk, I'll bust down the door like, who the fuck is yelling at me? <laughs> Let me see your face. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Oh, that's how you want to talk? I know. I know she's not talking to me like that. Y'all, I know they're not talking to me like that. I don't that. care what you got to do. You don't get to be disrespectful. Period. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, I wouldn't gone over well with with us. But that is a fully juice tale. I'm yes. so that was oh, I'm so glad that Wonderful. we got to get it. <laughs> wow, I've never screamed uh, so loud into my mic. I know. I see you were like, you were like literally holding your mouth. <laughs> it's like oh my god. That's good juice. Well, that's the mailbag. Thanks for sending in your mail. Okay, Brandon, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the juice line. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I got the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the wonderful Brandon Kyle Goodman. All right, Brandon, now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it The Juice Line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Amber. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Hello. Hi, Amber. Hi, Amber. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. This bookshelf is like really the bookshelf of my dreams. Thank you. You can't see the rest of the room with toy cars everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love this organized bookshelf. (laughs) You're telling us that you can read and that's all we need to know. I (laughs) I am trustworthy. (laughs) Uh, Amber, uh, I've obviously you're here because you have such an amazing story to share with us. And clearly I want to hear all of it. So, all right. Well, I hope you like it. So a while back, my husband was playing on a professional sports team. Uh I was super young. I was 19, I think. And so everybody was usually really nice to me. I was like their little like sister that they like put in their pocket and took with them everywhere. (laughs) Um, But so during the games, the team would have a room in like the bottom of the stadium where they would have drinks and food where we could go Mm -hmm. and like watch it if it got cold or whatever. So I went down there with my friends during halftime once and we sat at a round table with a woman I hadn't met yet. Mm -hmm. And she was friendly enough. We talked a little bit. She mainly talked to my friends. I was very shy because I was a toddler. And (laughs) so after the game, all of my friends had left. My husband is always the last person out of the locker room and it was just me and her kind of waiting and she was with one of her friends and I went up to her and I was just like you know we sat by each other but we didn't really talk I'm a I'm (laughs) I'm Amber nice to meet you and she (laughs) (laughs) don't slip again Amber (laughs) I was just like nice to meet you and she just stuck she looked at her friend and kind of looked like I can't believe this woman's talking to me and just put her like limp wrist in my hand and just let it like flop around and the privilege. just like said her name and then like laughed at me and ignored wow. me for like the rest. Wow. Yeah, she was awful. Wow. Everybody else was so nice. She was awful. So then every every game she would be there and she was always in head to toe designer gear and she had this big diamond pendant with her husband's oh. number on it. And he what? had, to, yeah. <laughs> and okay. Wow. He had something in his contract to where if he got a certain amount of things, he got a big bonus. And he okay. got it during one of the games, and she stood on the seat and was shouting in the stadium, Ten million dollars! Ten oh. million dollars! Wow. And she, I, mean, I would do that too, but oh. I would do that. Honestly, that's uh, in my realm of behavior. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't blame her too yeah. much for that, but she was just very loud and proud about like everything. Yeah. Well, she was at every game, always loudest, always in her stuff. And then one week she wasn't there. And then the next game, she wasn't there. And then another week, she wasn't there, but her husband's new girlfriend was, (gasps) who was very pregnant, very, (gasps) very pregnant. Um, And who also he met was the former stripper, was a stripper at the strip club that um, he frequented. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Choking. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I'm gagged. Literally never saw her again. Nobody knows what happened to her. She was gone. His new pregnant girlfriend uh-huh. was in. I do remember him telling one of my husband's friends that his first wife 
really wanted a boob job. But he was like, I can't do that because then we're going to get divorced and somebody else is going to enjoy those titties. Oh, no. (laughs) No. No. Why? Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just to say those words out loud. I know. Just just, just without second thought. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. So then he married the new person. I think they had a few kids. I actually kind of Googled for this, like, Mm -hmm. jogged my mind. Uh, Shockingly, the marriage did not last. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, I you know, seem so responsible. <laughs> um, seems so like, A fun twist of events. She was apparently at the insurrection with a knife. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Wow. I so, hate all these people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like anyone involved. It's a whole cast like, of unlikable characters. Yeah. Jeez. With a knife? Yeah. Is she in jail? Did she go to jail? Is she in jail? I don't Please think so. I don't. Damn. Well, that wasn't on there. I was like, oh, oh goodness. Wow, wow, oh. wow. The definition of bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like, bad, bad vibes. Wow, Amber. Mm-hmm. Amber, you really came with the juice. You came. Thank you. It's my favorite story. I was like, it's I have to call in to see story, the wigs. Man. I have to do it. Well, the, that's the only way to see the wigs is have a good story and coming in. Well, they're all here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm floored. Uh, I just there's just so many layers. The insurrection really just like yeah. that last, I know. That it was the cherry on top. I wasn't expecting it, but it was a very exciting it's, turn. Of it's, 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 I should have assumed, but it definitely was a nice little yes. twist. <laughs> it was a nice little. It wasn't in front of mine. I didn't think I. I didn't think of it, but yeah, a great twist. I'm yeah. gonna start asking uh, from now on. Are they? Is this person gonna end up at the insurrection? Yeah. That we're <laughs> <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, that is wild. But also karma. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't yeah. be a dick. I didn't want anything bad. You don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. But if it is gonna happen, I hope That's it an happens. That's absolute lie. I want a lot of bad things. <laughs> So we all want to say, yeah, absolutely. Look, you, I, that's, I will, I will take, I will take that karma, balance. <laughs> you all wish people well, and I will go ahead and wish our enemies ill for you. <laughs> we all need that in our life. We need somebody yes. to take it for us. We need somebody who will wish for. ill on our haters. That's, on, anytime you need him, I'll always be here. Yes. <laughs> Amber, thank you so much for sharing that story. Thank that was you. so amazing. Was was so I fine. appreciate <laughs> it. Bye. Thanks, Good day. Everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my that god! That was wow. I wow. Uh, you love your job, don't you? I mean, people just come on and, I'm, and spill the tea. <laughs> I think I think we both have the same situation where people come to us and tell us truths, and I love that about it. I look. You said truths. I love that. They're just telling <laughs> truths. <laughs> look, honestly, I also accept lies. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> Just make it a good story. <laughs> like, if you give me fiction, I don't care what it involves. As long as it's juicy and delicious, I'm always there. Period. It's, I, how could I not love it? I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like everybody has a story that they love to tell. And I'm always be like, yeah, bring it over here. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to hear it. Uh, that was a good story. Oh, Brandon, I'm so happy you came over and I'm so excited for your book. Everything you do TV wise and so forth is just, it makes me very proud to know. Thank you. To know there's more of us out there and it's just... You keep being a good person. I'll keep being the bad person. Please. And let me tell you, I feel the exact same about you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to gas you up for a second and you're going to have to let me. I remember when I discovered you uh, on Instagram. I remember when I saw your sets and I was like, oh my goodness, a black person, a black queer person in comedy, doing stand up, holding their own, being fucking hilarious. It was very inspiring, continues to be inspiring. And so I just Aww. want you to know you're the best, babe. 
keep fucking it up. We're gonna inspire each other from now on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. And yeah, that's that's I it. Love you too. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to the incredible, wonderful, talented Brendan Kyle Goodman for joining me on today's episode. Be sure to check out Brandon's newly published memoir, You Gotta Be You, from Legacy Lit. His podcasts are Black Folks and Do the Work from Starburns Audio and Three Uncanny Four. As always, if you want to tell your story on The Juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Please remember to rate and review an Apple podcast. Give us all those stars. It makes a big difference. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5g speed you need Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.